No matter how happy someone may be or how easy someone's life may seem, there's always things going on beneath the surface that they might not want to share. But it can still be really helpful to talk to someone. I know there's times where there's things I want to grow and heal from in privacy. I don't necessarily want to confide in the people I would usually turn to because it's something so personal. But that doesn't mean I don't want advice or someone to help me gain understanding on the situation. Sometimes the perspective of someone who's not directly in your close circle can be so helpful. That's when I discovered BetterHelp Therapy. Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just someone who's going through a hard time, therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you guys about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible, and that's so important because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out just a few questions, BetterHelp can match you with a professional therapist in just a few days. It's so easy to sign up and get matched with a great therapist. If you're interested and want to check it out, there's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com collective delusion. Not only do I want to help you guys find a great therapist and help you heal and grow, but by clicking the link, you can actually get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. BetterHelp is already so affordable, so the extra 10% off is such a sweet little bonus. Sometimes finding a therapist you click with can kind of be a tricky process, so if you don't really fit with the therapist you're matched with, you can easily switch to a therapist for free without stressing about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. It's so nice to be able to confide in your loved ones, but there are times when you want to deal with your personal issues and grow through those things with someone who can offer a very objective perspective. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com slash collective delusion. That's betterhelp.com slash collective delusion. Thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I obviously have no career <laughs> in the music industry. <laughs> but yes, it is my birthday. Actually, on this day, this episode is coming out on my birthday, November 20th. Mark your fucking calendars. Celebrate with me today. It's the most important day of the year. I'm sure you guys all are sitting here with like a cupcake in your hand, candle lit, blowing it out, wishing me, wishing for me <laughs> to have a happy birthday. So thank you. <laughs> no, but seriously, it is my birthday soon. It is already when you're hearing this, but I'm very excited, as you can tell. Um, I'm one of those people who loves my birthday. I'm one of those people who's like, it's my birthday month. Yeah, November time for birthday celebrations like all month long we're celebrating the birth of vanessa the precious gift to this world okay <laughs> i need to stop no but actually if you're one of those people who's like i hate my birthday oh it's my birthday like hate this time of year blah 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 why why like the only reason i would excuse that is if something traumatic happened on your birthday that like doesn't pertain to your birthday like you know if you had a bad birthday party when you were 10 like Get over it, okay? Celebrate your birthday for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm so harsh, but like that was one year. Move on. But I understand if it was like something unrelated to your birthday, some sort of tragedy happened. It might be like a remembrance of that day. 
but still try to enjoy your birthday because it's one of the best days of the year it's like an extra holiday i just think it's so fun to take a day out of the year to celebrate yourself to take the day off like it's really just a day to excuse yourself from everything like you get a pass you can take off work you can eat whatever you want <laughs> you can do whatever you want you know like you can do something you've been wanting to do lately or you know you can spoil yourself you can treat yourself you can buy that thing that's been sitting in your shopping cart for months it's basically just like your own yes day you know how some parents will like take their kids and give them a yes day where it's like whatever you say i have to say yes to it's kind of like that for yourself like whatever you say goes whatever you want to do you can do and i feel like everyone should be excited about that you know who doesn't want to celebrate themselves or just pat themselves on the back and be like it's been a fucking year congrats bitch you made it <laughs> you did it because that's how i feel this year like I don't even know what happened, to be honest. 20, what year is it? <laughs> 2023 has been the fastest year of my goddamn life. I swear to God, it's like January and I blinked and now it's my birthday. I don't know what happened this year, but at the same time, I feel like it's been a pretty good year. Nothing too crazy, nothing too tragic. I feel like if anything, I could have just had more fun. Like that's what this year was missing was like, me taking the time to like enjoy myself and do things that I want and explore and blah 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 but my birthday this year came by so fast especially because like I don't know like 21 felt like such a weird age for me because it wasn't anything really spectacular but it was also kind of nice because I could finally retire my fake ID <laughs> shout out missy girl no but that's why I'm saying it wasn't that different it wasn't that spectacular because usually 21 people are like yay i can finally go crazy i can finally go to every bar i can go to the club i can order a drink at dinner but i've had a fake id since i was 17 <laughs> and i literally that shit never failed me that shit never failed me like maybe once it didn't work actually that's true once it didn't work i went into a grocery store liquor store some grocery stores have liquor in the actual store, but then in certain states that's illegal and they have to have like a separate liquor store, but it's literally connected to the same building. It doesn't fucking matter. You get it. So one time I went into one of those little liquor stores attached to a grocery store and there was a police officer in there. You know, me being me, I was probably 18 at the time. I was like, la di da, I'm just gonna get my liquor anyways. Even though there's a police officer, I should have turned my ass around and went back to my car. I was like, it's fine act normal um so i got my little probably bottle of vodka went up to the counter handed my id to the girl and she was like hmm and she like looked at her coworker, and they looked at the id and they looked at me and they were like hmm <laughs> and i swear to god they brought up this book probably this thick fat ass book she opens it it's literally a book of like every single state's id so that she can compare my id because it was like an out-of-state id because it was fake <laughs> so she was like trying to compare my fake id to like the real ids in the book and at that moment i was kind of just like you, you don't have to <laughs> i don't i actually don't suddenly something came over me i don't want to drink tonight <laughs> no i didn't really say anything but i was just kind of standing there like uh, what, what you see? What are, what are you looking at? What are you doing? 
and she was like i don't really feel comfortable selling you this and i was like that's fine grabbed my id went back to my car and went out of the parking lot i was like that's okay girl just give me my id back like no arrest don't alarm the police officer it's okay keep it between us no hard feelings (laughs) i was like just get me out of here but that's really the only time she failed me so um i kind of had the experience of a 21 year old for many years before i was 21 so it wasn't like a very different age but it was still nice to like know for a fact that like i was gonna be able to get in everywhere like nobody can question me about my id now you know it's a different feeling when you're like this is a real id you know so it is kind of nice but at the same time it wasn't anything crazy and now i'm gonna be turning 22 this year which is weird but it also feels right you know how sometimes on your birthday you're just like i don't feel like i'm this age or it just feels weird to be this age now i honestly feel like i'm 22. i feel like i'm finally at a place with my like emotional maturity and my sense of self you know my self-concept i know who i am i know what i believe in i know what i stand for i know what i want obviously to a certain extent i'm still so young but just like as of right now this is the most confident i've felt in who i am and who i want to be and how i express myself this is the most confident i've been in that in so long like i don't even remember the last time i felt this way like this secure basically in myself and that's why i feel like yeah i'm 22 because i feel like i'm at the point in my life where i'm like i feel good about who i am but i don't necessarily know what where i'm going or what i want out of life so i'm still young but like i feel like i'm ready to take it on you know (laughs) i just feel like this age is fitting for me that's all i'm trying to say But as you can tell, I'm kind of like naturally just reflecting on my past ages and the age that I'm turning and everything. Like, I feel like birthdays are a huge time for self-reflection and looking inward and just like asking yourself, like, where am I as opposed to where I was on my last birthday? Like, do I feel like my life is better? Do I feel like it's more positive? Do I feel like things have gone downhill? Am I where I want to be? Am I where I saw myself? You know, like it's just a time to like ask yourself those questions and look back and reflect on everything that's happened over the last year. Because a year is a long time, but like I said, it went by so fast and I feel like a lot has happened, but also nothing at all. (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, I just think I could have had more fun. I think I could have did more things, had more experiences, broke out of my routine more, met more people. You know, like, I could have put myself out there more, and that's what I've started to do the past few months of this year, but in the beginning of this year, I feel like I was very, like, hermit mode and focused on myself and working on things like my podcast. This past year, I was moved into my first apartment that was, like, my own apartment. Like, I have a studio apartment now. I've had roommates in my past three apartments and now I'm finally like in my own space. So this past year, I've really been taking my time to like decorate my space, fill it with everything that I love, make it a space where I can be comfortable, but also creative and inspired and I can relax, but have fun. You know, like I've been really taking the time to like build my space. I just feel like this year was a really big year for me personally. And I think that's why I'm like, oh, I could have had more fun because I kind of isolated myself at times from my friends 
and just from other people, from experiences, from going out, from doing a ton of things because I was really working on myself. And I think that's great. I think we all need time like that. But now as I step into this new year of being 22, I think I want to like be grateful and appreciative for all the time I've taken to myself and all the time I've taken to understand myself. But now I want to take that into being 22 and just like be confident, go for it, have fun, take risks because like I know who I am now. I'm secure in that. And I feel like now I can just open my wings and fly. <laughs> it's like I'm a little caterpillar and I've just been soaking in my cocoon this past year and now i'm like suddenly the cocoon's cracking and my wings are flapping and i'm ready to bloom you know <laughs> i feel like when i'm trying to say something like meaningful i just start giggling and it turns into like a little joke <laughs> but like that was a real analogy like i was that was a good one that's how i feel so that's kind of how i feel about last year and this year and what i want for myself and I'm excited to step into that. I really, really am. Like, I swear to God, the things that I'm going to be focused on this year is making money so that I can do whatever the fuck I want and then have as much fun as I possibly can. It's going to be great. I'm excited. And as far as my birthday celebrations go, I don't know. I feel like I've never necessarily had a bad birthday. Like, I can't look back on a year and be like, oh my God, that birthday was terrible. But maybe I blocked it out. Like, why do I not? I feel like everyone has to have one of those. Why do I not have one? I don't know. But one time when I was little, <laughs> why do I have the most random stories right now? Okay, one time when I was little, I was blowing out my birthday candles. I can't even tell you how old I was because I barely remember this. So I was probably like six. But I was blowing out my birthday candles a little too aggressively, I guess, because my hair blew into the candles. My hair lit on fire. <laughs> Just picture little me with my hair on fire. And here comes my dad. Bah! <laughs> Smacks me up the side of the head. Put the fire out. Can't blame him. I wouldn't necessarily say that's a bad birthday because like I said, I can barely remember it. But this is just fucking hilarious to me. I don't know. But the fact that I can barely really remember any of my birthdays, except for like, you know, the past two, <laughs> like the most recent ones, kind of tells me that like I never did anything that crazy. Like, yeah, I had fun and I spent it with people that I loved and that's exciting and that's great. But I don't know. I don't think I've ever done anything that crazy where it's like over the top. Oh, my God. Me and all my friends went to fucking Cabo, had the craziest trip of our lives. Like, I've never done anything like that. So for my birthday celebrations, I feel like they're typically pretty chill. And that's kind of how I like them because I don't want to have too high of expectations for my birthday. I don't want it to be some big over the top thing that like turns into a shit show, you know? So like, I usually keep it pretty chill, pretty minimal, pretty small. And I usually just like hang with friends, eat good food, maybe go get some drinks, smoke some birthday joints, probably do something I've been wanting to do, things like that. Like I said, there's no stress, there's no expectations. It's just kind of going with the flow of the day, enjoying everyone's company and like having a good time. But one year in the future, someone needs to throw me a surprise party. I'm kind of upset, disappointed, a little angry that no one has ever thrown me a surprise party. It's kind of fucked up. I, I mean, I myself have facilitated surprise parties for my friends. So it's just, it's, it's a little weird when it comes around to my birthday. And, you know, there's no surprise. People jumping out from the couch like, where's that for me? <laughs> where's that for me? I'm joking, but I'm like not joking at all. Like any day now, this is a threat. 
No, but it's okay. You know, the surprise of it all is that I don't know which year it's coming. So I guess they're really getting me good. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So I want to talk about a few ways that your birthday changes as you get older. Because just like every holiday, Christmas, Halloween, like the magic of those things dies a little bit each year as you get older. Your birthday gets a little different. It feels a little different. Everything changes a little bit. So I think one of the biggest reasons your birthday is kind of different when you're older is because you might not have as many friends to celebrate with or to invite to whatever you're doing. And I think it's not only because it's harder to make friends when you're older, but also because when you're older, you know, you move away and other friends move away. And, you know, you might just look around and be like, oh, well, my friends are in other states or at other colleges, other schools. They work far away. Or like, even if they're far away, you still invite them, but like they might not be able to make it or someone might not be able to get off work. So you don't necessarily have this like huge celebration of a million people around you. You might not have some huge birthday party. And it's not because like people aren't there for you or don't want to be there for you. It's just because when you're older and you start to have other priorities in life, you can't always make it to like every single person that you know's birthday. You know, some people have work, some people have kids, people have their own personal things they're going through. It just looks a little different from when you were younger. You're just living your life and then suddenly it's your friend's birthday and you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it just kind of comes out of nowhere sometimes. And I think one of the biggest reasons people feel a difference in their birthdays as they get older is because they start to get anxiety about their birthdays because they don't want to age and they don't want to celebrate this new year of their life being a year older for some people it's kind of like a sad day because they're like mm, like i'm getting older i don't feel comfortable being this age i don't feel comfortable saying i'm this age so i don't really want to throw some big party to celebrate it i don't really want a bunch of people wishing me a happy birthday when i'm sitting here feeling uncomfortable about it and i think that doesn't really hit until you're a little bit older because, like, I can't relate to that. I'm fucking turning 22. Like, I don't feel like I'm rolling in my casket just yet. But I think it hits a lot of people in their later 20s. Because that's when it's like, oh shit, what am I doing with my life? Time to get serious. Quote unquote. Just because there's this whole stigma around your late 20s or your 30s about, like, that's the time where you should be married and have kids. And you should have a house. And you should be financially stable and this and that. And your job should be in line your career should be lined up blah 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 i feel like there's a lot of pressure around that age so that's kind of when it starts kicking in but for now i'm, I'm still enjoying it i'm still <laughs> i'm still feeling young i'm still kicking but i definitely understand where that like anxiety and discomfort comes from but i think no matter how old you are you should still take the time to have one day out of the year your birthday to celebrate you to celebrate your life like Life is so fucking hard and you've made it through another year. Just be happy for yourself. Pat yourself on the back. You're doing the best you can. So take the time to celebrate yourself. Treat yourself. Spoil yourself. And just have fun. Just for that one day, okay? Prove to yourself that even though you're getting older, it doesn't mean shit because you're still young at heart. It's all in the soul, baby. Another thing that changes as you get older is that you might be able to celebrate in ways that you couldn't before. So like now that you have a job and you're making your own money, you might be able to afford something like a destination birthday. Either 
like a solo trip by yourself or with your partner, like your boyfriend or your girlfriend, or even with your friends, if everyone can afford to fly out somewhere and meet you there, or if you can even afford to fly a couple friends out, you might be able to do something like that, something that you haven't had the opportunity to do when you were younger. You know, it's exciting to be able to take yourself places and treat yourself in ways that you couldn't before. So I think that's something positive to kind of look forward to as you age. It's like, okay, well, my birthday can be a bigger celebration than it's ever been. It can be a greater day than what I normally do. If I normally do something chill, I can really like treat myself this year. I just think it's exciting and kind of cool to like see how differently you're able to celebrate as you get older. But with that being said, also as you get older, if you want to do something for your birthday, you have to be the one to set it up. Unless you have like friends or like a partner who is really big on celebrations and holidays and is like really excited to set it all up for you. But I know that's definitely not every case. So it's kind of like if you want to celebrate, you have to make the plans, you have to make the reservations, you have to set things up, you have to send out the invites, you have to pay for everything. Whereas, you know, when you're younger, your parents might do that for you or your friends might want to plan every part of your birthday with you and pitch in to help you pay for it all and i think that's why birthdays do get a little more casual as you get older because unless you're someone who's like really big on birthdays and like celebrating your birthday and making sure you have something incredible and fun to do you're probably just going to be like eh, i'll just like set up a dinner with my friends or like i'll just go grab drinks with my boyfriend or I just want to spend the day at the beach you know like you might want to just settle for something chill and casual because you're like i don't even want to <laughs> take three weeks to plan this and have to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars to make this some big spectacle you know and i think that might be a big part of what kind of makes it less special when you're older is because you're overseeing everything you're overseeing all of the plans and like I said, for a lot of people, that can be more stressful than it is exciting. And that's okay, you know, as long as you're happy and having fun, you can spend the day however you want to. And lastly, as you get older, I've kind of been saying this throughout the whole episode, but, you know, you start to reflect on the past year and how it's gone. And then you also start to think about what you want for yourself this year and how you want to change certain things. I think as you grow up, you just really start to think about your past and your future and what you want differently for yourself or how you can do better, how you can feel better for being where you are on your next birthday. It just really is a time to look inward, ask yourself questions, and figure out if you're where you want to be. And if not, figure out how you can get there. So with that being said, I do want to include a few things that I've reflected on this past year and some things that I've just really taken the time to think about and things that have changed my perspective in certain ways or things that I just think are really important to remember. And I'm only going to list a few because like I said, I basically spent this entire year self-reflecting and looking inward and working on myself and trying to figure out how to be better, trying to figure out what's important to me. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you two hours worth of... <laughs> my past year reflections but i will tell you a few so my first reflection is that life is short even at 22 no but seriously if there's one thing that i've kind of always thought about it's that we plan for our lives and we put so much pressure on ourselves and we're so hard on ourselves about certain things and we take certain things super seriously and sometimes i just zoom out and i'm like 
not only are we like a tiny little speck of dust in the huge universe, but we were also put on this earth with an unknown amount of time given to us. You know, we expect to live up to around 100, but not everyone is so lucky. And I'm not trying to say this in like a morbid way or like a way that is supposed to scare you because for me, it's something that comforts me and reminds me to just like go live my fucking life because I have no fucking idea how long I get to live, how many birthdays I get to celebrate, how much time I have to do the things I love, to spend with the people I love. I have no idea how much time I have at all. So I'm not gonna sit here and live my life afraid, scared, anxious, stressed out all the time, depressed all the time. I know some of these things are like kind of out of our control and we can only do the best that we can but like i really try to pull myself out of times of like where i'm super angry at everything or i'm just depressed or i'm like so anxious and i'm easily embarrassed i try to like snap out of it and remind myself like girl how much time do you even have to live like who knows so stop stressing stop overthinking about that and go live do whatever the fuck you want to do you literally only have this one chance you only have one chance this one life who even knows how long it is to go and do exactly what you want to do if you miss that chance that's it you only get one you literally only get one so do what you want be bold have courage be straightforward tell people how you feel take risks do something a little crazy realize that embarrassment is all in your head and ask yourself if you miss the chance to do what you want to do or experience what you want to experience then are you okay with never getting another chance and if the answer is no then go fucking do it that's just something that i've really always believed in but really taken into account this past year because i've just really started to think about that and how i'm like i just need to do what i want i just need to go for it i just need to live my next reflection is that it's okay to take up space. I'm someone who was always a big people pleaser and a big yes man. And I feel like I always wanted to compromise and make everybody else around me happy. And I finally started to realize, oh, I never looked at myself and asked myself, how do I feel? Or am I happy? And I've just kind of been catering to everybody else. And I've also been, you know, trying to fit in and I've been trying to make people like me and enjoy my company. And, you know, I've been like holding on to the reins of control of like, I want to control if people like me. I want to control if I fit in in this space, in this crowd, in this room. And like I said, kind of earlier in this episode, I finally feel like myself. I finally feel confident in who I am, confident in my beliefs and my values, confident in my self expression and you know like my style and who i express myself as like i finally feel like i know who i am and i'm not afraid to like stand up and say it and i've really realized how i like put myself in a box before like shrunk myself up in a little turtle shell because now i'm at a point where like i don't care if i stand out and i actually want to stand out i want to be different i've just kind of realized what i bring to the table like i deserve to take up space no matter what room i'm in meaning that I can speak my mind, I can stand out, I can express myself, and I can feel confident in doing that because I know who I am and I know what I deserve. And I now know that not everyone has to like me and not everyone has to agree with me and not everyone has to be on my side. And if they aren't, 
if they aren't on my side, if they don't agree with me, if they think I'm wrong, if they think I'm weird, if people judge me in some sort of way, that doesn't mean that what I'm doing is wrong or weird or bad or unsuccessful. Like, I don't need any sort of external validation because I have my own validation and that's enough for me to stand up in front of a room of people who disagree with me and say, no, I believe this. So that's something I'm proud of myself for is like really working on my self-concept and understanding who I am and what I want and then not being afraid to express that to other people as well. I think this past year I've also learned that sometimes things aren't just black or white, which means not everything is so perfectly right or perfectly wrong. Sometimes there's an in-between. I feel like a lot of times I would try to like squish myself or my feelings in a box of like right or wrong or good or bad and sometimes there's more to the story and sometimes things aren't that simple and there is just so much more to consider so in a situation sometimes your actions weren't just right or wrong sometimes they weren't just good or bad or you know things like your feelings aren't just right or wrong something that someone else does to you or the way that someone else treats you isn't just right or wrong or good or bad I don't know, I just think there's situations where, like I said, there's more to the story and there's more to consider in the situation. And it's not as easy as painting something black or white. It's not as easy as saying that was right or that was wrong. Meaning that it's up to interpretation. Like it could be seen many different ways. It's all about how you perceive it. And it's okay for people to perceive it differently because of that, because it's up to interpretation and because it can be perceived certain ways and because it's not just black or white, it's up to you and how you perceive it. Not everything is as clean cut as you might want it to be. Sometimes things are messy and you have to slowly like put pieces together and figure out how you feel about it or how you want to move forward from it. And there's not a right or wrong answer. You can do whatever you want. It's up to you and how you interpret it if that makes sense. I wish I had an example. I'm just going to use an example from a show because I kind of been thinking about this because of the show that I've been watching. But recently I've been watching Grey's Anatomy. I've seen it like six times. I just love to rewatch it. It's like one of my favorite shows. I'm just going to say names because it's easier. So if you don't want to spoil anything, close your ears. (laughs) But basically one of the characters, Christina, is married to a guy named Owen and Owen cheats on her. So she's sitting there like trying to figure out how to feel about it. You know, obviously she's upset by it. She cries and she's mad and feels all the normal feelings, but she's trying to decide if like this is the end of her marriage. Like, does she want to end her marriage with her husband because of this or does she think she can get past it? That's what she's trying to figure out. And her best friend, Meredith, is kind of like saying like he treated on you like he's a pig like you shouldn't be with him you should leave him kind of encouraging that and christina's like kind of saying something like this like you know not everything is that simple not everything's black and white like he didn't fall in love with someone he cheated on me once when he was drunk and she was even saying like i know me and i think that could even happen to me one time and i wouldn't want him to leave me in our marriage because I cheated on him once when I was drunk, you know? Like, she was trying to put herself in his shoes and be like, I don't know if I want to leave him because of this, but obviously Meredith, her friend, is on the other side. Like, you have to leave him. This is obviously a betrayal of marriage, blah, blah, blah. So see how there's two different perspectives on the situation, 
and Christina's over here like it's not that simple it's not black or white it's not like this is so perfectly right or perfectly wrong there's more to the story there's more to consider and it's up to interpretation of whoever's in the situation to decide how they would move forward from that because you can see the two perspectives of the friends and how they would move forward differently in the end she ended up leaving him good thing but you know what i'm saying like a a situation that deep and that intricate is not just as simple as saying like that's wrong and that's bad and i'm gone like there's so many other feelings and factors to consider and like i said to some people it's a super easy decision and to some people it's more complex you see what i'm trying to say as in like not everything's black or white i think you guys get it and i feel like that example was kind of bad too because it's like a cheating example and like majority of people would say like that's an easy answer and that's a very simple clean cut thing but that's also why it's kind of a good example because you can see how somebody else would think it's a more complex situation to think about i don't know take that as you will (laughs) and the last reflection i want to mention from this past year is to let go of your ego and to practice humility this is also kind of just like letting go of caring about what other people think of you like just being okay with things like embarrassing yourself or being okay with the fact that certain people don't like you or that certain people think of you a certain way that you might not agree with or like or that people from your past remember you as a version of you that you no longer are or that you're not proud of like being okay with those things but then also letting go of your ego and practicing humility in ways of like being able to own up to your mistakes and to be able to take accountability for your actions you know, accepting that you're an imperfect person. It's okay that you've made mistakes and that you've hurt people in the past as long as you learn from it and you don't do that in the future. You try to change it in the future because I think when you're holding on to your ego so tight and you can't stand the thought of like having some humility and embarrassing yourself or having someone see you for a mistake you've made, then you're either going to like take things very seriously in life and be super uptight Or you're going to be someone who always plays the victim and can never admit to their wrongs. It just like turns you into someone that you don't want to be. And it's just also important to like be okay with feeling this way because it's a part of life and it's not something that should like really bring you down. It's something you should be able to brush off easily. And trying to uphold an image of this person that isn't natural to who you are, isn't authentic to who you are, will drain you and also make you question who you really are. So that's something I've found to be very important in life. So those are some of my reflections from the past year. Like I said, only a few (laughs) because I've realized a lot and I've really taken the time to sit with myself and think. But I think birthdays are a great time to self-reflect. I mean, a lot of people do it on the new year, but you can also think of this like a new year. You know, it's a new age for you. You can set new intentions. can have new goals and you can reflect on the past year to be able to help you figure out what you want for the new year you know and i think a great way to do that is by writing yourself a letter on your birthday this is something that i've been doing the past couple years and i feel like i kind of just like sort of did that but said it out loud to you guys on the podcast but usually when i write my letters it's a little more personal and a little bit more detailed just because like i'm the only one who really reads it But I'll basically write a letter to myself, you know, with a date and I'll say happy birthday to me. And it's usually looking back on the past year, writing how I feel about it. And, you know, maybe even how it was different from the previous year before that. 
and then also how I want it to be different from this year and the things that I want to change or the things that I learned and want to bring into this new age with me. I mean, you can really write anything that you want. You can talk about your achievements. You can talk about your failures within the past year. You can talk about certain projects that you're working on so that when you read the letter next year, you can reflect and be like, am I still working on that? Or how did that turn out? You can write about your feelings about certain people in your life, you know, who you're in a relationship with or the friends that you have. You can write about how you see yourself the next year, what you want to change about yourself and your life. You can write about things that you're proud of yourself for working through and getting through this past year. Just anything that you want to reflect on and be able to look at next year when you read that letter to see where you're at or see how it came along or see your progress, you know? You can get as detailed as you want. You can have fun with it. Literally whatever you want the letter to look like. And then don't read it at all till your birthday next year so that you have an entire year to forget about what you wrote and everything. And then when you read that letter the next year, you can really sit and reflect and like see the growth and the progress that you've had or how you were writing about something last year that you don't even think about anymore or like a person, or you can read it and be like holding yourself accountable to the things that you wrote about last year that you wanted to achieve and be like, did I achieve that? Did I work towards that? Why didn't I? Or, you know, celebrate your success in that moment. It's just a really great way to put things into perspective and take the time to reflect on where you were last year and where you are now. It's a great reality check. And like I said, reading last year's letter usually helps me prepare and like plan for this new year that I'm about to experience because reading the letter makes it clear of like what I need or want to work on or work through or work towards. And like I said, I usually keep these letters very personal to me so that I can get like as specific and in detail as possible. And it can be like a really raw, open and honest letter. So, you know, if you want to share it with people, you can, but... You can also just keep it to yourself and use it for your own personal reflection. So I urge you guys to try this on your birthday and see how it makes you feel to read the letter the next year. I think it's so fun to do. I actually, I haven't read my letter this year because I want to read it on my actual birthday and I'm pre-recording this episode, but by the time it comes out, I'll have read the letter and written myself a new letter for next year. So I'm sure it'll be something including a little bit of what I talked about today, but maybe some more details that you guys don't get to hear (laughs) but it is super fun so try it out it's really cool to like see what you wrote about what was even on your radar what you were thinking about at the time an entire year later when you read it and that's really the end of this episode i hope you guys have a great birthday this year happy birthday to all my scorpios out there my fellow scorpios love you guys happy birthday happy scorpio season but honestly celebrate your birthday however feels right to you however you want to do it if you want to spend the day by yourself if you want to have a huge party if you just want to plan a little dinner with your friends spend the day treating yourself get a little adventurous do something crazy like there's no wrong way to spend your birthday all that matters is that you're happy and that you feel good about where you are and who you're with and if you are spending your birthday alone this year or if you have in the past, that's okay too. Solo birthdays are great, you know? It gives you time to like really sit with yourself and reflect as honestly as possible because no one else is around. You can do literally whatever you want to do because no one is there to like have an opinion that opposes yours. And you can just enjoy your own company. 
at the end of the day, you're the only one that you have your whole life anyways. You're the only one who you can always rely on and count on and who will always be there for you through literally everything. So your relationship with yourself is the most important anyways. So it's perfectly okay to be alone and celebrate by yourself. Just, you know, when you're alone, be alone and appreciate yourself and be happy for yourself instead of feeling lonely or upset because no one's there with you. Like if you are going to do a solo birthday and be alone, treat yourself and do things for you and celebrate yourself. Don't spend it like wallowing in sadness. But at the end of the day, it's your birthday. You could cry if you want to. (laughs) But thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. It's my birthday. (laughs) I'm actually really excited. I love to celebrate me. And, you know, I love a good sweet treat. So birthday cake is mandatory. But if you guys are watching on YouTube, go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, turn on my post notifications so that you guys know every time I upload a new video. Share it with your friends. And if you guys are on audio, thank you for listening. Go ahead and rate my podcast five stars. Leave a really nice review telling me happy birthday and that you wish the best for me. (laughs) I appreciate it. If you want to keep up with the podcast on socials, the podcast on TikTok is at Collective Delusion Pod. The Instagram is at Collective Delusion Podcast. And my personal Instagram is at Killnessa with three L's in the kill. If you want to go see my birthday posts. Okay. Thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you guys next week. Mwah.